Welcome to the Sales Made Simple podcast. It's for women just like you who want to make more money and grow a business that allows you to create an awesome life for you and your family. Money won't buy happiness, but it sure does help. I've spent 15 years working in sales and I've seen the good, the bad and the ugly. So each week I'll break down all the strategies that you need so that you can attract your ideal client with ease, be booked out with paying clients and make consistent sales each month without a hint of sleaze, desperation or being the slightest bit pushy. Sales really is simple when you know how and I promise you, if you implement what I teach each week, you'll end up loving sales. So let's dive straight in, let's overcome your fears and let's learn just how simple selling really is. Hello, Helen Walker here and welcome to another episode of Sales Made Simple. How the devil are you? Hope you've got a brew because this is a juicy one. We're talking about mum guilt. Mum guilt as a business owner. Oh my God, I know all about this. Um, mum guilt is something that I have really had to work on. It feels like mum guilt has really plagued me um, the last five years since having kids. Um, and it's something that, if I'm not careful, can really trip me up in my business. Um, I remember going to an event once and I was talking to this um, woman and um, I'd literally just uh, I just had kids and I think this was the first time I'd left Samuel um, to go to like a work event and I was saying how guilty I felt and this woman just looked at me just like I just don't get mum guilt I was like what and this was news to me because I thought all mums felt mum guilt and she was like I just don't get it she was like I'm a single mum if I don't work my kids don't eat and I was like everything you're saying makes perfect sense to me. But I still can't understand how you don't have mum guilt. And I was so envious of her because she was like, well, no, you know, if I need to work, I work. If I've got to work and the kids are there, then I just have to find them something to do. And I just get on with my work. And I was like, oh my God, all that energy that she has got, that mental energy that she has got extra to focus on her work because she's not getting bogged down with this mum guilt. I was like, oh my God, how do I become this woman? How do I stop the mum guilt? And for a long time, I battled with it. I tried to like get rid of it. I tried to be like, how just, how can I wipe out these feelings? And then somebody said to me, um, why don't you just accept that it's just, it's normal. It's normal to feel like that. It's just part of your makeup. It's just part of your day to day. It's just who you are. You're just somebody who, for whatever reason, feels that way. Just accept it instead of trying to like battle with it every day and trying to eliminate it. Just go, look, it's it's there, it's a feeling, but I don't have to buy into it. I don't have to let it do anything to me. And since I started adopting this kind of new mantra, it has got easier. I'm not saying it's gone because it's far from gone. But, you know, one of the reasons I set up my business was I set up my business before kids and my business before kids was very different. It was a very different business. I was doing something completely different, but I knew that I wanted, I didn't want to work in the corporate world. I knew I wanted to have freedom over my own time because the job that I was doing in the corporate world required me to work. I mean, this is ridiculous why I did it, but required me to work, be in the office for eight o'clock in the morning until seven o'clock at night. I mean, ridiculous. How people had kids and managed, I do not know. 
But this that was my experience. That was what the corporate world was to me. It was long hours and you were frowned upon if you left early. Um, you know, it was just with the commute into London, it would mean that I would be lucky if I got home for bedtimes. So I knew that I needed to create a business where I had freedom over my time. And that freedom over my time was probably probably my biggest driver. Now, don't get me wrong. I love money. There's nothing wrong with wanting to earn money. I'm very ambitious. And I know that you know money doesn't buy happiness, but God does it make things easier and you can have nice experiences and nice holidays. So I'm all for the money as well. But the big thing was the time. Because somebody else telling me when I had to be somewhere and when I could leave and you know, even going to the dentist was like a big ordeal. I would have to like make up the hours. I mean, make up the hours when? So I knew that, you know, running my own business meant that I could take my kids to school. I could go for sports day and assemblies and all of the things that they do that require you to go out during the day. And I'd seen my dad do this because he'd set up his own business after I'd left school. Um, so when it was, um, when I was at school, it would be a big ordeal for him to come. He would have to move his diary around and, you know, it would be quite, quite difficult. He was in sales, so he, he did manage his diary a bit more. But my mum, because she was a stay-at-home mum, never missed a thing and she was always there. And I was like, there must be a balance between, you know, being able to earn your own money and still having control over your own time. And then now I see my dad, uh, you know, before I set up my business, where if he wanted to go on holiday, he'd go for, on holiday, go for three weeks, go for four weeks. I'm like, oh my God, nobody's telling him that, well, no, you can't have two weeks. You could only have three weeks holiday when I worked in the corporate world, if you're going on honeymoon. Like any other time, it was two weeks maximum. And I was like, I just don't want people telling me about that. So time was one of the really big drivers. But then what came with it was this mum guilt, because I have two really strong drivers One is this nurturing, this caregiver, you know, responsible for the kids, that loving, nurturing side. My drive for that is is off the scale. But equally, I've also got this massive ambition, this massive drive, and I want to create something. You know, I really want to create. I've got in my head the kind of business I want to create. And I also get a massive kick from helping others. You know, I'm not Mother Teresa, but... I love to see other people succeed and I love to see women. One of, one of the things that gives me the best feeling is seeing women make their own money, create their own futures, create their own pension pot, create their own life. So I've got these two almost like conflicting drives. And this is where this mum guilt comes from, as well as a load of unhelpful beliefs that I've got stored in my like subconscious mind. Because when I was younger... Um, in my family, all of the mums, all of the women were stay-at-home mums. They had like little jobs on the side, but it was all around child, you know, when the kids were at school, that's when they would work and they would finish school, uh, finish work to go do the school pickup. So that's all I'd seen was that women looked after children and did little jobs, not jobs that they particularly wanted to do, but just jobs that fitted around stuff. And the men went to work and missed out on assemblies and sports days and things like that. And I'd got this belief, you know, from various sources 
that returning back to work was selfish. It meant that you were putting yourself first and actually being a good mum meant that you put your kids first. Right? No matter what happened, you put your kids first. That's what, um, that's what belief from various sources, family, um, uh, friends, um, TV shows that I watched, that message was almost drip fed to me over years. And that's what became my automatic belief is that, you know, if you go back to work and you do something for yourself, God, that's really selfish because you're just about the money. Now, I know that that is total rubbish because when I did first have kids, I thought, well, that's it. I've got to give up work. So I did give up work. But I felt myself being totally drawn back into um, to work. So when Samuel napped, I was like, oh, I could do some posts. I could do a live. I could do X, Y, and Z. And what I realized was I really missed it. I really missed work. But I'd got this in my head. No, it means you're selfish and you're a bad mom and you should give up everything now and you should just look after your kids. But what I realized was that if if you imagine like you've got these tanks, you know, you've got your family tank, you've got your money tank, your friends tank, your self-care tank, your work tank. What I realized was that if one of those tanks was depleted and empty, it affected every other area of my life. So I wanted to be the best mom I could be, but yet because I wasn't working, I felt frustrated. And not, I didn't, I didn't feel resentful of Samuel in any way. I just re- felt resentful of the situation of Chris still gets to go to work. He still gets to be work Chris and making decisions Chris and earning his own money Chris. And now I'm just stay at home mum. You know, I didn't even have a name anymore. I was Samuel's mummy. You know, when he went to nursery, oh, Samuel's mummy. I'm like, no, I'm Helen. You know, I've got a name as well. And I lost a little bit of who I was when I gave up work, but I thought that's what you did if you were a, a good mum. And then as he, you know, as he started to get a bit older and play a little bit, I was like, oh, I couldn't, you know, I could start doing a bit more work. But this is when this this mum guilt really kicked in because I was like, oh no, I'm neglecting him. I, I you know, I, I shouldn't be focusing on my business. And then if I didn't, if I didn't focus on my business, then I'd have this, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not focusing on my business. It's not going to grow. And then I realized that I'd got this really strong drive to earn my own money. I didn't realize before how big a drive this was because I'd always earned my own money. It was never a thing. And I'd, I'd got all these savings, but obviously if you give up work, you start going through your savings. And I was like, you know, not that Chris was like, oh, you know, that's it. You're on your own. You've got to spend your own money. It wasn't like that. But I had just had this, this need, this, this, this tank, if you like, that I had to earn my own money. I just love the feeling that comes from going, you know what? I did that. I built that. I earned that. And I'm going to spend it on what I want. I just love that feeling. Are you a business owner who wants to hit 5k months consistently, but currently struggling, feel overwhelmed and don't really know where to start? If this sounds familiar, you're going to love my free video series, Sales Made Easy. Six bite-sized daily videos delivered to your inbox that will give you the exact blueprint to follow so that you can grow your audience and attract your ideal clients with ease, create irresistible offers 
know exactly what to post on social media to generate sales and the exact steps to follow to convert your leads into paying clients so that you can make 5k every month. To get your hands on this epic free training, head to the show notes and click the link, Sales Made Easy. And I think that could become, become, you know, it's, I don't know how to describe this. It's, I think there's a lot of, um, a lot of good that comes when women earn their own money. I think, I think there's less arguments. I really do. You know, Chris is amazing, but there's still arguments about money and who earns it and where it comes from and what we spend it on. And, you know, when you're both contributing, you both, it shouldn't be this way, but this is how it felt for me. I don't know if I'm articulating this very well. Um, but it's just that sense of, I did it and I'll just spend it on what I like. So there was that constant battle, um, you know, in my mind of, I'm not, you know, I should be to grow my business and, but then I've got these children and I really had to work really, I had to go and see a coach about this because it was really impacting my overall well-being and my happiness and fulfillment. And I just felt completely torn in like a million directions. And what I, what I realized was that actually I probably wasn't doing Samuel any favors by always being there and, you know, um, let's play my game and we do it this way. Cause actually what I realized when he just played on his own, he played, made these little games up and he, you know, as he got older, he'd like talk to himself and he'd get his little cars and he'd play these games that I would never think of. I, I don't, you know, I don't think like a three-year-old, um, but he was happy as Larry. What I realized actually when I'm, when all my tanks are full, you know, when I'm feeling fulfilled because I'm helping others, when I'm earning my own money, when I'm building something, when I'm being a mom, um, when I'm focusing on myself, when all of those tanks are filled, I'm actually a much better mom. So if I can give him, you know, pockets of 15 minutes of time throughout the day where I'm not on my phone, I'm not thinking about work, I'm not doing anything else, it's just me and him time, you know, me and I just had Samuel at this time. Um, that was much better than trying to work and be with him and clean the house and do the washing. And I was pulled in so many different directions, but when I was just accepted that, look, I'm going to feel like this, I'm going to feel like I'm a bad mum, but it doesn't mean it's true. Um, I'm going to feel like I'm neglecting my business, but it doesn't mean it's true, you know, and I'm just going to dedicate you know, three lots of 15 minutes throughout the day where it is just me and him, nothing else. And we play or we read or we chat or, you know, that actually is enough. And even saying this, even, even now saying, well, that's enough. I'm like, that's an hour and a half. That's not enough time because those, that subconscious belief is still there. It doesn't really go away, but I've just got to learn to manage it. I've just got to learn to go, but it's not the case. It doesn't mean to say that I'm abandoning my kids and I'm, I'm not there for them. If I'm also focusing on other areas of my life and focusing on me and, you know, good God, I would never have gone out and done a spa day or like gone and got my hair done and my nails done because I'm like, oh no, I, that's, that's, that's wrong. But when you feel good and other areas of your life are fulfilled and those tanks are full, I snap less at the kids. I've got more time for them. I listen to them. I'm not always thinking, oh God, I'm playing cows, but really I should be doing something else. Um, you know, so it's made a big difference by just 
Firstly, accepting that mum guilt is it's just going to be there. It's just part of who I am. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's true. That voice in my head, it's not true. It's just there. It's almost like faulty wiring. Um, and then carving out these 15 minutes of time. Um, and things like, you know, making sure that we always have dinner together. That was a big thing for me growing up. Um, you know, my parents are divorced. So, you know, there's a lot of unhappy memories around that experience. But one of the things that I always remember is that we always sat and had dinner together. So I'm an only child. So it was just me, my mum, my dad. Um, and we just sit and we chat and we talk about school and what happened in the day. I was like, it's just such a lovely time just to be together. So that's just something in our house that we always do. We just have dinner together. We just stop what we're doing, have dinner. And we always talk about our day. And that is just, that bond is just so lovely, you know, really chatting rather than thinking, right, let's waffle our dinner down as as quick as we can and get back to what we're doing. It's just, you know, there are only small moments, but making those small moments really quality time and always making sure that every night at bedtime, there's a story. And this is not me. This is not like parenting advice. This is not me going, you know, you must do 15 minutes a day and you must have dinner together and you must read a story because it might not be practical for you. Um, But this is just, I suppose I want to record this podcast uh, one is it's a bit of therapy for myself to to remind myself that actually I am a good mum and you know building my business is fine and all that jazz. But you know if there's anybody else out there who's I know how it feels it feels bloody awful to to this mum guilt and not really know an answer. So it's about finding what works for you. You know maybe you can't always read a, a story time at bed. You know maybe you've got other things on or other responsibilities. I mean you can't. But what can you do? that means that you, you know, you get that quality time with them, but you're also then freeing up um, time to work on your business so that you don't feel so guilty. And what I found quite useful is um, if you've ever read The Chimp Paradox, if you haven't, go read it because it's bloody brilliant, um, but it's about mindset and controlling these unhelpful beliefs. And in the book, they talk about having truth of life And these are, they're not factual truths, but they're true to you. Your experiences of life have meant that they are true um, things to you. And what it does, it just calms me down, calms down that unhelpful voice that says, oh, you're a bad mum and you're selfish and you shouldn't be working on your business. Um, You've not spent much time with them today. All of that horrible voice that pops up that we all have. This is when I bring out my truths of life and I go, well, I'm not superwoman. I can't do everything, you know, and it's okay for the kids to entertain themselves. It's okay to have alone time. And do you know what? Now Samuel is five, it's five and a half. And um, Henry was three, always wants to be with him. He's like his shadow. And um, sometimes be in Samuel's bedroom, like, mommy, can you take him out? I just want some alone time. And I'm like, do you know what? That is a great reminder that We don't actually always have to be physically together for me to be a good mum. Sometimes being a good mum is just recognising that he just wants some time on his own because, my God, I love time on my own. I love my own company. I love just to sit and read or just to sit and think or just to sit in silence. And sometimes we forget that as kids, they like it too. Um, So just to remind yourself, you know, these are my truths. These might not resonate with you. We have to find our own truths. But it's okay to for them to be alone. It's okay. In fact, it's a good thing because that's when they're, you know, um, 
being creative and making up stories and, you know, without me kind of being a helicopter parent and going, let's do this. And why don't we do this? It's just let them play and be who they want to be and do it their way. And that's okay. You know, it's more than okay. Um, you know, another truth of life is that I'm allowed to be Helen as well as a mum. So I'm allowed to have a business. I'm allowed to create something. I'm allowed to pour loads of energy into it. I'm allowed to have days off where I just go to an event or I go and have a client day or I'm not here for uh, breakfast. I'm not here for bedtime. You know, once in a while, that's not going to, you know, am I going to scar my kids emotionally for life because I'm not there one day? No, you know, they're going to have a really, that lovely bonding time with dad. And that's a good thing. You know, everything I do, you know, the kids are at the center of, you know, somewhere or another, you know, work is essentially, I get a lot of fulfillment out of work, but essentially, you know, that money means we can go on nice holidays and they can do all the clubs that they want and, you know, can have a lovely Christmas and money won't buy happiness, but, you know, it does buy nice things and, and experiences and things you can do. Um, and I'm allowed, I'm allowed to do that. I'm allowed to be me and have those other interests because actually it makes me a great mum because I want to, I want my kids to see, I want them to be proud of me and I want them to see that, wow, you know, working for yourself is a viable thing. You can earn good money and have a great life working for yourself. And then they can look at Chris and go, we can also do that in the corporate world. I want them to know there's choices. And if I'm always um, putting everybody first, what I'm teaching them to do is exactly that. You know, they'll, they'll be a carbon copy of me and Chris. So if I'm neglecting myself and putting everybody else first and, you know, things that are important to me, I'm going, well, you know, just got to put everyone first. That's what they're going to do. And I want them to put themselves first. I want them to go out and enjoy themselves. I want them to experience everything that they want to in life. Um, you know, I want them to have balance in their life. Um, so I've got to demonstrate that. So yeah, Mungle is always going to be there. Um, sometimes I'm going to feel overwhelmed. Sometimes it's going to get the better of me, but I've just got to ground myself in these truths of I'm not superwoman. I can't do it all. It's okay for me to want to be more than a mum. That was a really hard one for me to admit. I would have, I wouldn't even said that two years ago. Um, but it's okay for me to want to be more than a mum. God, it sounds quite, feels actually quite liberating saying it. It's okay for me to want to be more than a mum. Because I think as well, you feel so lucky to have kids. Um, you know, you think that this is, you know, I shouldn't want anything else. But that's not how humans are, is it? We, we're multifaceted and we're made up of all different strings and areas. And that's okay. So I hope this podcast episode, it was great for me. This was really therapeutic. So thank you for listening. Um, but I hope it was useful for you as well, because I know mum guilt is a big one. Um you know, it's, uh, there's not many people who I've met who don't experience mum guilt. I think that's why I was so shocked when I met that lady at the event. Um, you know, most of my clients have experienced mum guilt. So I hope it was useful. Um, let me know your takeaways. Let me know any light bulb moments. Um, and if you're struggling with mum guilt as a business owner, um, then get in touch. Let me know. Come find me on Instagram. This is Helen Walker. Um, send me a DM because I love to hear from you. Let, let me know how you're feeling. 
Let me know what you're struggling with. And of course, if you want to spend um, a power hour where we just focus on dealing with that mum guilt, sorting out your mindset, looking at how you can juggle being a mum and running your business so you can have the best of both worlds and booking a power hour. Just DM me on Instagram. We can get that booked in. Um, But I hope that was useful. Let me know. And uh, I'll see you next week for another episode. Well, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Now, remember, sales really is simple. It might not feel like it now, but I promise you it will. So go out there, show up, be visible and share your offers with your audience because people need your solutions. They need what you're selling. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode of Sales Made Simple. Have a great week and I'll catch you next time for another episode.